Hi, everybody. It's Sandra. And this is Scott. And wow, we've been gone. So sorry about that. For so long. It was a matter of two things. One, we had a family crisis, and we also had a crisis of technology. Like, literally, we had nothing to record and edit the podcast on. Right. And uh, all of those things just kind of combined to a very long hiatus from your genre junkies' friends. Not intentional. So here is your Halloween episode. A little bit late, better late than never. We'll get caught up again in November. And then you know, December is right around the corner. And that is my birthday month, which on this podcast means horror. So yeah, we missed a little horror in October, but we're going to pick it up in December. Weirdo Bookworms Unite! Do your reading tastes range from dystopian sci-fi to middle-grade fantasy? Dark psychological thrillers to gory body horror? From YA paranormal swords and sorcery? Extraterrestrials? Murder? Mayhem! And beyond! Then we want to share our love of reading with you! Welcome home. Hi, genre junkies. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's spooky season. Hello. Welcome to spooky October. Halloween 2023. Here we go. We'll have two episodes for you this month. This is your first um, kickoff to this, the spookiest, kookiest season. Um, welcome. Uh, always like the best. I'm so happy. Um I get extra serotonin boost. I try to absorb every code orange, every piece of decor, everything I can see, and just suck up that sweet, sweet serotonin juice. I I liked the way you put it the other day to your mom. It's your turn with the serotonin this month. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I did the thing. It's from like an old meme. It's like, mother, may I have the serotonin? (laughs) Like... (laughs) Yes. So tonight on Genre Junkies, we're going to be talking about Hidden Pictures by Jason Reculock. I I hope I said your last name right. Jason Reculock. R-E-K-U-L-A-K. Jason. Um, Really, really cool cover to this book. There's like little symbols uh, in the eye and hidden in the sea and pictures and something kind of something kind of nefarious happening on the cover. Very, very coolly designed cover. But before that, I read an extracurricular book. I read Delicate Condition by Danielle Rollins, which is what this season of American Horror Story is based on. We're a little behind in our American Horror Story viewing, but we'll we'll get up to speed soon. And American Horror Stories is coming in time for Halloween. So that's going to be awesome. Are they going to release them all at one time for that? I don't know. Hmm. But uh, I'm super, super excited for it. Anyway, I love Delicate Condition. I thought it was a hell of a book. And I really want to read more stuff by that author, by Danielle Rollins, because I was like, this is cool. I like her. Her voice is very interesting to me. Um, Let's see what else. We saw Exorcist Believer. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, like a lot of people like I know and people online a lot of people uh rather enjoyed it but a lot of people have been like really hating really strongly yeah i i think i think it's a little extreme to hate on the film i i i think there's definitely plenty of critiques to be had about it um i i don't think that you know i don't know if it lives up to the exorcist name but it's a fine it's a fine film it's fine um yeah i was very entertained when i watched it there was some stuff that i wasn't crazy about i don't want to spoil anything but i still found it to be very entertaining um i loved the performances of the but well really most of the performances great actors yeah, the in there great, yeah. and uh loved the two girls who play the possessed 
possessed kiddos, mm-hmm. um, loved them. Yeah, so it's kind of, I mean, it's very hard. Like The Exorcist, one of mine and most people on the planet's favorite horror movies. It's iconic. It changed the game. It's everything. So it is kind of hard to be like, okay, so here's another one. Um I I liked it more than Exorcist Two. <laughs> <laughs> I've still never seen two. I've seen three. That's because I never watched two, yeah. so you wouldn't have seen it. Is it that bad? I really didn't like it. Hmm. Um, I yeah, I really didn't like it. Most people don't have a great opinion on it. So yeah, so there's still some other horror movies coming out we haven't seen. There's some other stuff going on, but you know it's always so hard. There's just you just try to get all the like good creepy fun that you can, and you just miss out on stuff. And we're decorating our house this weekend. I mean, it's always a little creepy in here. It's more than a little creepy in here. You think so? There's a lot of balance though. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of Disney, Disney in 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 addition. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll I'll grant you that, although a There's lot a of it's, kitty. I There's mean, a kitty right most there. of the Disney is Haunted Mansion, so. Well, it's kind of a thing. <laughs> of course it is. There's a, there's, de- there's a definite theme, but it gets creepier and it gets more lightier, like the lights the that we have. Changes yeah. changes a mm-hmm. lot. And um, I'm very partial to decor that has like ghosties, like a ghosty yeah. motif. We have a really cool ghost wreath on our door. Yes, we do. It's, it's all like sparkly, holographic and, and sparkly. And Michael's is really coming out like <laughs> like really I mean there's I mean spirit is always wonderful and yeah, you can go to spirit. lots of different places but uh the fact that that Michael still had so much Halloween now yeah has been really really nice it goes and out, it was already yeah. on sale though it goes out earlier and earlier and gets pulled earlier and earlier every year and it's kind of like again it's like no 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 sir, turn to bring it back it's the bad side to early code oranges yeah exactly all right let's talk about hidden pictures mallory quinn is fresh out of rehab when she takes a job as a babysitter for ted and caroline maxwell she is to look after their five-year-old son teddy mallory immediately loves it she has her own living space goes out for nightly runs and has the stability she craves and she sincerely bonds with teddy a sweet shy boy who is never without his sketchbook and pencil His drawings are the usual fare, trees, rabbits, balloons. But one day, he draws something different. A man in a forest, dragging a woman's lifeless body. (laughs) Then, Teddy's artwork becomes increasingly sinister, and his stick figures quickly evolve into lifelike sketches. Well, beyond the ability of any five-year-old, Mallory begins to wonder if these are glimpses of a long unsolved murder if these are glimpses of a long unsolved murder perhaps relayed by a supernatural force knowing just how crazy it all sounds mallory nevertheless sets out to decipher the images and save teddy before it's too late so this book has a lot of buzz a lot of buzz around it um it's blurbed by a lot of people stephen king loved it um jason reculak is a um is a uh I think he's a Edgar Allan Poe finalist. Yeah, like wow. you know, he's got um he he's got some buzz, and this book has some buzz, and you know, always makes me so happy to see people getting into horror and kind of darker thrillers like this. I think it's wonderful. Um, I could see a lot of people gravitating towards this book this time of year specifically. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, it was it was a good read. For me, this was a good read. I um. 
I liked, you know, we were talking about this just the last couple of books too, which is insane. I like that we have yet another character that's in recovery. And um, I I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm so here for characters in recovery and sharing their journey and sharing, you know, and normalizing stuff. I think that is so, so huge. Um, I really, really uh, just got connected to the character of Teddy. I really cared about Teddy. Loved Teddy. Wonderful. Um, I did care about our our Mallory as well. Um, You know, it was kind of like... I wasn't like super, super invested in her, but I cared about her and I wanted her to do well. You know, I was so scared. Like, what, what is this book about? Like her relapse or, you know, like I was, as somebody who recovery is near and dear to them, you know, it was like, what's going to happen? You know, type of thing. Um, I have to say there's a little something about the writing style that doesn't totally speak to me. I think I know what that's going to be. Well, um, the description, perhaps. <laughs> well, there's some times where uh, the author will do things like, "I did this, I did this, I did that," mm-hmm. and I totally get the kind of almost journalistic style of it. Um, but for me, I, I'm a big fan of show me, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to hear more about each of those things. Um, one of the times that I liked that that kind of repetition got broken is when talking about doing stuff with teddy i felt like we got like more kind of like oh cool so then we did this and we played this game and we talked about this thing with teddy you know it kind of like it it breathed more life into the book for me um i basically had the ending figured out with oh yeah with one little um part i didn't which we'll talk about in the spoiler but um that's you know that so it goes um you clearly looking from your face did not have any idea how this book was no no okay, okay that's fine so so first of all I, this book for me was a page turner oh, nice. my experience yeah. with it i i was i was really into it i devoured it very quickly um i I think I liked Mallory more than you did yeah. uh for for a lot of the book. Um Teddy is everything. Yes. Uh precious. And and really what I really liked about the book just like you were talking about, I really liked the non-horror elements of it. I liked mm-hmm. just the hey, this here's this this person who's in recovery who's babysitting this kid over the summer and like this kid like growing and 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 blossoming and and the two of them like like you know kind of like growing together you know what i mean was really nice And, and you know you know having teddy's parents kind of like having their own kind of you know growth and issues and things like that like i I got really you know sucked into it yeah um the 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 horror part of the story i think i think i agree with you it is very much kind of like this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened in some respects and that part didn't grab me as much mm-hmm. but um the rest of it was enough to like really make my experience page turning yeah. with it um that said uh there is very little description when yeah. it comes to the way that characters look about the way that characters are um you know one of the one of the main characters uh is hispanic yeah and the only reason you know that is because of another character making some very racist remarks about him um that's really the only description that's given of him in that respect i I picked up some other context clues yeah but descriptions not so much yeah for any character 
Um, I couldn't even tell you what color Mallory's hair is. I, I can't tell you what color Teddy's eyes are. I mean, yeah. if it was mentioned, it's brief. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So some stuff like that, and I think that's always going to be hard for me. You guys all know me. I'm a bish who loves a lush prose mm-hmm. and a lot of description, and that's just always going to be something for me. Scott goes a little bit more to the other side, but it's. It's interesting that you're even like I could have used a dip more. Even I could have, and 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 really, that came from I think actually with horror mm-hmm. specifically is where I do want a little bit more description. I want a little bit more of that, at least in some respect. I think it adds to the to the environment. It adds to the tension. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of my most memorable horror books are ones as we've said. As, as as we've joked about on the show many times, what was the movie that this was in, and then it was it was a book. A perfect example, and I'm not trying to compare these two books, God forbid. But you know, it's like I have such a clear picture in my mind of the specter in heart shaped box. Yes, I have. He haunts me, and with the eyes, it's that is the first thing that I think of as well. And when you don't have that kind of, when you don't have the picture painted for you in horror, it it can take some of the the tension out of the yeah. picture where it just kind of becomes, you know, yeah, this happened, this happened. And um, I think what is helpful in this book, the, the first, I don't know, third of the book, I listened to the audiobook, which is very good. Yeah. Um, But then going to the regular book, for the for the second two thirds, actually having pictures, pictures, there's illustrations in the book makes a big difference. Yeah, um, we love a mixed media moment. Um, it's when it's done well, it's done super well, and it was really exciting to know. Like as you're reading, you're about to see a picture, and then as the art style changes throughout mm-hmm. the book, let's say, um, yeah, that was really really cool, and it definitely made it it exciting it made it thrilling to have those pictures i will say that so obviously we talked about a character being in recovery so for some people that could be possible content warning the character mallory's um like 18 months sober off of drug use uh so just know that and then another kind of contenty warning that i think experienced both of our I mean, I that I think informed both of our experience is there's a little bit of fat phobia in this book. There's a little bit of talk about calories and stuff too that like it felt um it felt like really out of place. For me, like, now here's the thing is I'm all for representation and diversity and there's nothing wrong with having characters that are fat or not thin or whatever. But there's just sometimes in books when it's pointed out that it feels that it is supposed to be a negative connotation. And that's where it's not cute, right? I agree. And and I, I'm going to go a little bit more detail in the spoiler section. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will say that it is made... This is... This is the second time very recently that we've brought up fat phobia in a book. And the first time we were pretty forgiving of it. Right, because the book is such a love. It's just yeah. such a joyous celebration. Um in this one I am much I'm I'm much less forgiving. Yeah. Um and part of it is because we just talked about how there's very little description in, right. in as far as what characters look like. Right. But any character who was 
I mean, and I won't even say, I won't even say fat. Any character who was not athletic. Yes. Was described as being, overweight. and I'm using the book's terms, yes. overweight. Quote, unquote, overweight. And, and there was remark to like what they potentially couldn't accomplish because of their quote, unquote, overweight status. Yeah. And it was, it was really jarring. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was really jarring. Yeah, it just was kind of like, uh, what? So who would you recommend as the audience to this book? Um, I- I'm going to say it- it's got a big appeal because yeah. it is. it has been a successful book. And I think there's cool horror thriller elements that would appeal to a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm waffling between general and broad. But I'm going I- general. Yeah, I think I'm going to go general as well because I think it skews a little young um, really okay i think excuse just i i don't mean like i don't mean like young adult young yeah but i i feel like you know again with books like this we we sometimes talk about the girl books you know the yeah, girl yeah. in the window the girl the dragon tattoo that that has kind of a, a a broad to mass sort of range i don't know if this has that that broad of of a of a range when it comes to that kind of book. I think it skews more, you know, millennial Gen Z and, you know, maybe late uh, millennial Gen Z, Gen X kind of yeah. range. I don't mean to really separate it by generation. That's not necessarily fair. I just think it's it is more relevant of an experience to a to a a, a smaller uh group of people. Yeah, you may be right. I'm not quite sure I see it that way, but um it's an interesting it's an interesting take, interesting feedback. Um I'm not trying to be ageist. If that came out as ageist, I I I'm sorry. <laughs> um you ageist. I, I don't mean it that way. Um no, I mean you're yeah. talking about what you see as potential audience appeal and that's good to know i guess for me like having my finger a little bit more on the the pulse of trendiness and what mm-hmm. people are doing and what people are into as far definitely as way more than me yeah <laughs> books and stuff i i could see this skewing all different types of ages younger than we even mentioned older i i, I could see it getting into quite a few people's little claws and being real happy about it. There was something I loved in this book that I did want to share uh, before uh, the spoiler section. So we've talked about a lot of uh, pros and some cons in this book. Um, You know, everybody who knows me in real life knows that I am not a fan of the Hallmark movie, especially the Hallmark (laughs) Christmas movie um, or anything like that and it's poison it's i do you do not enjoy you're allergic i'm allergic to that um however i thought it was really funny and somebody maybe jason i i don't know if jason's ever been in recovery or knows somebody or something but mallory is kind of really into them (laughs) and not even so much that she enjoys them and she mentions that at the um sober living facility she just left they watched a lot of them too because there's like no alcohol or drug use in those movies so it's a safe thing uh for people to watch and it just is like nobody's going down a downward spiral of addiction or anything like that in these kind of happy charming little films and i thought that was really funny and that's something that's really stuck with me and i'm like okay you know what 
if that's helping some of my people in recovery, if that's helping some of my folks in recovery, I'm going to turn a blind eye <laughs> to, to the Hallmark <laughs> movie. It's a fun little character quirk, and it is... I wish I had more like that like in the, the book. Yeah, same. I really liked that. Um, yes, so... Teddy and his creepy pictures, lots of fun. It's so fun having a main character that's a little kid because you don't, it's kind of unreliable narrator because mm-hmm. they don't necessarily mean to be lying. Little kids don't necessarily mean to lie in a vindictive way, but you never know what's real with them and what's fantasy and what's maybe a creature telling people don't talk about me or, you know, like, so that's always really fun to throw into a, a creepy book yeah it's why we love creepy kids so much i think absolutely we love a creepy kid you know because you never because they're uh, it's, it's kind of an unpredictable an unpredictability yes to it yeah um and uh, again teddy teddy is the star of this book yeah as far as i'm concerned I oh i agree 100 for teddy yeah and it's also you know like when you have kids in in these situations you know kids are um innocent you know mm-hmm. so it kind of makes you really like is something bad gonna happen to the kid you know and it, it, it raises the stakes that way too of like oh come on it's a kid kid never did anything to anybody you know don't hurt the kid you know like so that's um that makes you invested too all right everybody i think we are ready for the spoiler section so hidden pictures have you read it are you planning to read it is your book club reading it this um spectacular halloween season we'd love to know what um what's going on what's your relationship to hidden pictures and if you have read it let's go over to the spoiler section to talk a little bit more hey bookworm buddy don't forget subscribe rate and review and while you're at it find us on instagram at genre junkies yeah so here we go um i guess there's no point kind of hinting around it um the twist that i did not see coming because i did see it coming that it was the parents i did see it coming that um you know all that stuff i did not see teddy as being a girl yeah i didn't see that i didn't see so there there was i'm not gonna say there wasn't a point where i was like well maybe the parents know more than they're letting on oh i knew they were guilty of sin um especially especially ted the father who was clearly gross yeah but um i I was expecting it to be more like they kind of know a little bit more than what's going on or one of them did but didn't want to say anything um I didn't see uh, Teddy being a girl yeah. and being kidnapped and all of that. Um, I don't know that it was really telegraphed after finding out the twist. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know how how well telegraphed it really was. Um, so this is definitely, I would say, kind of a delicate subject matter that you know you've got somebody who is being forced to change their gender or assume another gender. And then especially with a child, um, I personally did not feel when I was reading it, I did not feel that the author was being um, salacious about it in any way. Agreed. Um, There are people who have had more complex relationships with gender that, you know, might feel 
different, Mm -hmm. very validly so. But I feel like, you know, there was lots of talk about therapy. What's Teddy comfortable with? You know, names and not rushing the child into stuff like that, that it felt like um, Jason was was trying to show, I'm not trying to put this twist in there to be like a funny gotcha. You know, it didn't it didn't feel like that to me. It didn't feel like a cheap shot. I, I agree. I it didn't it, feel cheap, salacious. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't the twist just for being a twist. I think that there was some really strong messages to be grabbed from that. And it's actually kind of one of the things I liked. Um we really see a kid who went through hell. Yes. Like from being abducted. And it's hard to say from a two year old to a five year old what they remember, but like what, even if they don't remember specifics, maybe they remember, I do this to be safe, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's just like heartbreaking. You know, I have to act this way to be safe in this home. This is what's expected of me. This is. Yeah. Um, Something that really, really made me happy is that we see Flora is happy. Yeah. That means so much because I would feel not not good about this book if Flora was miserable. If but it's like Flora's having a great life. Yeah. And I have to admit, I had Sandra tears when she runs out and hugs Mallory. Yeah. That got me. That got me. That was a little a punch. That was a punch. And um, I appreciated how, again, you know, there's talk of therapy. There's talk of doctors. There's talk of professional people being involved in this child's life. And I really liked that Mallory's like, I'm writing you this because you'll have questions. And if you have more questions, and I expect you will, I can't wait to talk to you. Yeah. And it's like, that is, um, it felt healthy. It, it like, you know, it felt like that's good. That's nice. That's positive. That's not, let me force every detail on you right now that you don't maybe want to know. I don't know. It just felt kinder. And it feels like if this book had been written 10, 20 years ago, I don't think any of this treatment would be so kind and so um considered. And. You know, you touched on something that I really appreciate about this book that it actually shockingly takes a little bit of of like savvy and bravery to do mm-hmm. where Mallory struggles with, you know, being, you know, being, uh, uh, you know, doing the right things by Flora, um, struggles with her recovery, yeah. but she is successful yes. in every step. Yeah. She, they're... they're when it comes to her being a good person to Flora, when it comes to her being a you know a good person to herself, yeah, there there is no abyss in this now, book. We have gotten to um, see Mallory on the other side of that. It happened prior, yeah. though. There's something I think kind of smart and interesting from a storytelling perspective about that, that maybe we don't always have to make the story about the abyss. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, hero's journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, also kind of on the same thing, we're seeing Mallory in the, we do recover and there is hope and look at how good life is. And that's like, um, you know, sometimes like when everything's a nice sweet ending, <laughs> you know, sometimes it gets kind of like, boo, hiss. <laughs> I, want, yeah. I want a little bit more, a little bit more 
grit. But in this case, I wanted a happy ending for these people. And it it happened. I think because of all of the horrible things that happened prior to the book even starting, it was really important for it to actually end with hope and end with more than just hope. It's not just looking forward that things could be better. It's, hey, things got better. Things got better. Um, I also loved in this book, I loved watching Carolyn unravel at the end. I thought that was good fun. It was fun. She's kind of um, word vomiting, but it felt like exactly how Mallory says it. Like, she seems to really be wanting to kind of get this off her chest a little. It's the villain monologuing. Yeah. And she's saying some unhinged shit. Yeah. She's being like so conversational about it. And she is like, she's evil, but she's not like completely far gone. Like, she's clearly having like a little, like, you know, ah, shit, I don't want to do this. Oh, but I have to, you know, like mm-hmm. sort of things so has kind of made her for a very compelling little villain there at the end. And then same thing with Ted being like, it's okay, we're going to Whidbey Island. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Whidbey Island, my happy place. So kind of seeing him unravel too. He He went a little hard for me. He went a little hard. Like there, there was, there was a level of 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 escalation to that character that was unexpected. I, I mean, I knew, yeah. like, I, I, I knew he was. I, I, I mean, I knew he, there was going to be a lecherous moment at least for sure. It really do be all men. It really do be all men. I knew that that was going to be there. That was telegraphed right from the get-go of course there was but um like the level of of fervent f- fervent fantasy that he had created yeah um so, was just so desperate to escape this life yeah kind of like yeah teddy sweet kid and all but uh can't have a kid slowing us down on Whidbey island <laughs> like, <laughs> you know it was giving like um we're going to candy mountain charlie <laughs> <laughs> like, if you know, you know. Like, it, it was definitely giving that, like, yay, everything will be better. We just we just have to get it over there. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, I liked that, that these two characters were wound so tight in their lies, and they kept digging themselves deeper and deeper that at the first, you know, release of pressure, it's like a balloon with helium buzzing around that's a great simile that's exactly that's exactly what it is so so yeah uh model parents yeah so uh we we haven't talked about the uh the elephant in the room in the spoiler section yet oh which is the the fat phobia oh yes like we uh you and we can speak a little bit more to that yeah so you know i i just talked about how mallory felt nice to have all you know mallory you know, succeeding at every turn. Um, there's the point it, for me was when, um, was it when she was describing her mom? Yeah. And how her yeah. mom is going to be doing like a 10 K or something. Yeah. No, that was, that was later when like, Oh, she, she, that was in the afterward that, Oh, she lost all this weight and she's doing a 10 K. There was another point when I think it was, it, it was when she was talking about her mom, but earlier on. Yeah. And she was talking about, you know, how bad her mom was 
But the only really bad thing she had to say was that she didn't do anything active and she was overweight. And she smoked. And she smoked, which, okay, I'll give, I'll give you that one. But, um, but it made me look back at the rest of the book before it yeah. and realize, you know, it is not abnormal mm-hmm. for those in recovery to find control in other things. And there, and there's great there's there's amazing releases that people can find um in, you know, in in running, in 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 lots of different in volunteering, in lots of different activities that they, you know, that 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 people can really like take ownership. Well, Mallory was a runner before too. Yes. Um but it made me look back at all of the talk of of food. Yeah, there's and, like a time when her and Russell are talking about, you know, they go to the Cheesecake Factory and they're talking about food. And there's a part where the two cops are described as overweight. Mallory's like, I can get there before them or whatever. I, I don't know. It just felt like, again, for for some of the lack of description, when it's like, so we're choosing to add a spotlight onto this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just felt um, abrupt judgmental it felt judgmental like i would have just even been happy if it was like you know mom used to be um into being active but then she became a smoker and she uh you know couldn't you know walk without coughing and now she's quit smoking and she's gonna do a 10k like you know what i mean like perfect there's ways that you can kind of like say it that just don't feel like as mean Mm -hmm. i I don't know yeah it it really soured a lot of the book that came previous for me when it really hit me and then i was when it when, when that kind of moment happened i was like okay this is kind of weird and kind of messes up parts of this book for me, but you know, uh, there's, there's there's mistakes and there's slip ups and there's sensitivities. There, then I, it kept happening. Yeah, um, I will say something that I was happy and I was a little nervous was going to happen was putting some of that fat phobia, calorie diet culture stuff onto Teddy or slash Flora, um, and that never happened. Thank goodness. It is like, true. They baked cookies. And you know they they did things like that. Like you could try anything. Yeah. At at the grocery store. Well, it was less than five dollars. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's it just kind of like, and we're not saying this author is an insidious, mean person or anything like that. It's um, you know, it's just more like blind spot. Blind spot. Maybe a way that we can be a little kinder in our writing. You know, just a little bit more like I don't know, just a, a little bit more compassionate. You know, there's there's plenty of athletic people who are not skinny like i mean it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a thing there's also plenty of skinny non-athletic people exactly yeah um there's there's some people who just don't like athletic activities that doesn't i'm looking at one right now you are yes well i like to fish that's that's active you do enjoy a spot of hiking i do love hiking and we're just giving scott a hard time because he um I'm a Taurus. He, he is a Taurus's Taurus. Like, <laughs> let us live the life of leisure. But yeah, so no, exactly. It's like, and that doesn't mean you are bad or lazy or anything like that either. You know, it's just sometimes paying attention to our words, maybe in our descriptions and being like, is that kind of a dated, unkind thing to focus on? Probably. Yeah. So yeah. So um, Anya's just a mom. Anya's just mom. She doesn't ever do 
anything to try to scare Mallory, um, nor Flora for that matter. Like she is unsettling by being a spirit that is there who she's really tormenting is ted and carolyn and it's almost more of a telltale heart level of torment where they are feeling the heaviness of what they did and so it's like yeah i mean like they're they're the ones that should be scared you know like um Anya just wants help for her kid. At the same time, on the other hand, of on the other hand, there isn't an escalation so much. Like Anya, you, you realize pretty soon that you know Anya is making these drawings through Teddy, and then just continues making drawings. Yeah, I love that it's like a channeling, though. Yeah. It's kind of an automatic writing thing. Um, I personally didn't miss the escalation because I liked that it was pretty well established, it's canon, <laughs> that a ghost doesn't have superpowers. Mm-hmm. They have some manipulation, uh, but they're not like conjuring level <laughs> spirits you know like the the movie and it's like it's mallory and adrian laying it all out and putting it together and, and part of it, it and you said it right there because part of it is expectations versus you know versus act what's actually given to you um it the book is more of a investigative book. You know, it's about investigating. It's about the mystery, unburying the truth. Yeah, it is not is not about the terror so much, the rising tension. Yeah. You know, thing. I mean, obviously, the plot is moved along as Mallory does more things, and you know, the her the parents get closer and closer to firing her and there's tensions around that but um you know i maybe i was just expecting a little bit of a different book for uh spooky october well yeah and i think it's kind of you know that's um one of the beautiful things about books is you gotta crack it open and read it to really know what you're gonna get you know and sometimes it's uh it's not you know apocalyptic ghost fighting (laughs) it's different and um well that's the isn't that just part of the fun of reading you open up the book where will we go where will this book take us it's why i don't read the the book jackets yeah lucky you (laughs) somebody has to in this this podcast so what are we going to score this out of oh i would definitely say out of stick figure drawings stick figure drawings okay um, are we doing out of five or ten? Out of five, typically. Okay, I'm gonna give this two and a half stick figure drawings. Um, for some really enjoyable, good stuff. I think this is a book a lot of people would would really um find rewarding. Uh, some interesting takes and outlooks and perspectives on on the modern day thriller horror piece mixed media approach you know just a few things that kind of bummed out my experience a little bit i'm gonna give it a three out of five stick figure drawings i think it's i think it's fun and and i think it is a page turner uh at least for me um i agree i i think that there's um it you know it leaves me wanting some more i i don't think that the 
twist was very was was incredibly well telegraphed and um i do think that there's some some missteps or faux pas by the author that really kind of hurt the experience for me but um you know it's i think there are people who will really like this book and i don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah so there you have it everybody please enjoy um, your October and suck up as much serotonin as you possibly can if this is your happy time like it is for me and so many and um, please enjoy and we will be back at the end of the month with another tale of the macabre. Good night from Sandra. Night from Scott. Please keep reading past your bedtime. Mm-hmm.